Hey everybody, it's Tanner P. McAdoo. Welcome to the Ridiculous Ubiquitous Podcast. A show where we casually observe all the crazy stuff going on. Take a look around. You'll see what we're talking about. So the other morning I pulled into the shopping center where my local Shipley's Donuts is located. The All-American 5 a.m. donut run, you know. On the way, I had my windows down, driving slow, enjoying the rare air outside of my minivan, which hung heavy with the slack humidity of a Houston summer night. Still wet, but finally cool enough to induce in its inhabitants a sort of gratitude, even pride. Only we disciplined early birds ever get to experience this almost enjoyable South Texas climate. This air, of course, was made intensely more gratifying as I approached my destination, in that it was becoming increasingly saturated with the scent of fried dough. Ah, the early bird indeed. This moment I would enjoy reliving for the rest of the week, I thought to myself, even said aloud to my companion Bingo, the miniature Australian shepherd. Oh yes, a shared sentiment for this particular scent was not at all hard to detect. We smiled at each other. Just then, as I brought the minivan to rest in its parking spot, I caught a strange but familiar commotion taking place to my right. At the opposite end of the shopping center, there in the pre-dawn glow of the orthodontist's marquee, I saw a hooded figure hopping up and down, arms flailing rapidly at its sides, reminiscent of the proud angry dance of a prizefighter stepping into the ring but also familiar because I have seen this misplaced routine before. There's a stoplight en route to my Chinatown lunch spot, where a similar dance frequently occurs. I'll be there at the light on Beltway 8 and Westheimer, and to my left will be a guy, first down on his luck a hundred years ago, now angrily shadowboxing beside a can of what I assume is money awarded him out of fear. Occasionally you can hear his chant, which is a sort of string of obscenities, in the cadence of what may well be a popular rap song, for all I know. In those moments, all I do know is that there's no way in hell I'm rolling down my window. Just last Tuesday, I accidentally glanced in his direction, then immediately averted to a sidelong gaze as I pretended to be unshakably interested in a We Buy Houses sign just below him, to his left. I even pretended to fumble for a pen to take the number down. Oh no, he's stepping towards me. Then the light turns green. Ah, let's move, people! Rubbing the false contemplation from my chin and wishing I had the stuff to help him with a better routine, I drive off half-smiling with the devil-may-care confidence of a true suburban man damn cruel world. But back to the morning of my donut run, and the strange aggression lurking in the periphery of my otherwise idyllic scene. (laughs) Far from Chinatown. Could this be the same guy? No. Couldn't possibly be the same guy. Out here in the burbs, mad in an orthodontist parking lot. And besides, this fellow was bigger even more aggressive. His gesticulation was so intense. I mean, it's the sort of thing that inevitably triggers the fight or flight response in any guy with a pulse. (laughs) I mean, 
I'm here for donuts. So I roll up the windows. Sorry, bingo. And I quickly scurry into the safety and warmth of the donut shop. <sighs> Once inside, the carnival of sights, sounds, and smells provide a mental clarity and sharpness that completely overrides the flight response. I step up to the counter, smiling, stating jubilantly, Dozen box, please. Then I begin pointing. Blueberry cake, bullseye, red and blue. Oh, what the hell? Throw in a white one, too. Yeah. Each selection a proud affirmation of the cost-benefit analysis I performed the night before in my sleep meditation. Alexa, set alarm for 5 a.m. Uh, Alexa, cancel. Set alarm for 5.30 a.m. Yes, it's good to be the early bird. Stepping out onto the sidewalk, smiling, salivating, thumb fumbling for the unlock button, I suddenly remember my surroundings and before I can look left, I'm engulfed by a stampede of 18 or so hooded figures. Rushing by me on all sides at full speed, they fan out and reform around me like a herd of blue wildebeest around a fallen calf. Instinctively, I tuck my chin down towards my knees, arching my torso in a protective shell around the box of donuts. In just a moment, the thunderous stampede subsides, and looking up, I understand that I've just had a close encounter with a tribe of early morning crossfitters. Not jobs, I mutter, as the last of them passes, a muscle-bound 200-pound woman with a jaw that looks like it's made of polished marble. She must have heard, because turning her Herculean chin down and to the right, she glared back at me, never breaking stride, as if to say, Go back to bed, Nancy boy. I quickly deploy the sidelong glance method and shuffle into the minivan. Whew. Placing the box on top of the absurdly large dashboard, I lock eyes with Bingo the dog, who is sitting breathless, his furry frame still reverberating with intense trepidation. We stared at each other for what felt like two whole minutes, until the scent wafting from the box did its kind work. We watched the relief fall across each other's faces, and I rolled his window down just enough for him to catch his breath. Thanks for hanging out. Please rate, review, and subscribe if you like it. Also, sharing is caring. Um, I can't think of a good twist on the chow. So it's just goodbye today. That's ridiculous. This episode of Ridiculous Ubiquitous was brought to you in part by Felix's Neutral Colored Spare Sock Replacement Kit. Hey, we've all been there, right? Felix's Spare Sock Replacement Kit provides... Replacement socks for those pairs in which, well, one of the partners goes missing. They come in beige, black, white, and nude. Thanks, Felix's Neutral Colored Spare Sock Replacement Kit.